0: Let's get ready to throw
1: down.
2: Welcome right. to the show, everybody. I can I can only live in that world for so long and then I have to come back to it. So, I could be there forever. I know.
0: <laughs> so, in it without that.
2: On our last episode, we talked about accountability a fair amount. And what we heard from some people was that we also talked a little bit about preparation, right? And preparation was part of accountability. And then... Some people were asking for a little bit more about that. So today we're talking about preparation, pre-call planning, you know, uh, pre, pre-meeting planning, pre, you know, how you prepare for all the aspects of your role as a salesperson, right? And I'm a big fan of, like, taking 30 <laughs> seconds. What? <laughs> Nothing. Keep going, man. What? I get
1: it. what, what are we of it? course you're a big fan I, of, of your plan. The, of the, course I'm a big C, fan of my plan. The is the biggest fan of his plan. You know, Whereas me, I'm like, I'm not sure this is going to work, but what do you think about trying this?
2: Well, we were talking before we turned the mics on and before we started talking about Flat Earth, but uh, <laughs> this idea that the more confident you are and the more competent you are in your skill set, the less preparation you have to do. Right, because for me, when I when I prep too or, much, or when you're winning, or the more times you've done the prep, works. That's fair, right?
0: Yeah, okay. You're secure in what you're doing. But yeah, I agree with that.
2: What I find is that when I when I when I prepare now, and I think about how much preparation I used to do, I find myself making too many assumptions, right? And then I I enter into the conversation with this agenda, right, as opposed to just being open of like, hey, like, is there a problem here that I can solve, right? I start, I start getting fixated on certain things and, that don't always serve me.
1: Well, and you're serving yourself, not listening to your clients sometimes, right? Sure. You're following just your game. It, it's sometimes too much to the T. Mm-hmm. And if, you've, if you're open to, let me see where the conversation goes from the other side. For sure. And yeah. I've got plan A, B, and C because I've mm-hmm. been down this road a number of times, and I know where the client can go and will go most times. So – How do
3: you separate yourself, John, when you prepare for a meeting and you walk into a room with, a, let's say, a CEO of a Fortune 500 company that makes a lot of money, flies around on private jets? How do you separate yourself from every other salesman that's walked in there, probably saying a lot of the same things because they've all prepped pretty similarly with facts and data? How do you separate that?
2: Um, so for me, it, I mean, if you happen to know a fortune 500 <laughs> CEO, that I'd be like, be talking, wow, so please, how did I get here? <laughs> yeah, please, please make an introduction. Just, I,
3: but, and what I mean by that is somebody so far out of your spectrum of your daily life, right? They mm-hmm. live a completely, for sure. they think they are at the moon and you're, you know, you're in Illinois.
2: Well, I, uh, I think that that kind of starts with like the bonding and rapport and, and you know, how you vision the, the levels of the dynamic of the relationship, right? Because, you know, we talk about, you know, equal business, stature and being on the same level and things like this. And I think that that doesn't necessarily come from preparation, right? Because I think that if you spend too much time preparing and reading on this guy that you're calling on, right, and you see who he is and what he does and everything else, you lead to this uneven relationship right there on this pedestal, and you're willingly putting yourself down here. So when what, yeah. what, what I think separates me is my ability to ask questions, hold people accountable, right, build rapport, build trust, right?
3: So your preparation is a lot of questions.
2: Oh man! Every everything in my first conversation is a question. Literally everything, from my framing to my next steps to everything. I think I do that.
3: I just don't write it down. I don't, <laughs> I don't prep for it. Well, because I'm going in with the unknown, and we kind of talked about that a little bit. But like I'm going yeah. in with the the thought that I truly don't know anything. Yeah. Therefore, I'm, I'm forced to ask the question. Exactly.
2: Right when I. What my worst calls these days are when I spend too much time planning and I make a bunch of assumptions and then I don't cover that ground and it leads to gaps and sure. stalls and objections but and things like that later plan. on. Well, and then I, and then I'm just mad at myself for, for overthinking it. Right. <laughs> cause man, I live right. You know, cause we talk about this idea that you can be too much in your head with all of this stuff, sales and martial arts and, and, you know, being in the military and shooting and everything else. And, I love to live in my head, right, of like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And what I have found is that my conversations are better when I am forced to ask the question because I can't make an assumption. You know, like in an in, in office space, he rolls out that that jump to conclusion, Matt. Mm-hmm. Like, that's me, right? I jump to those conclusions. I make all these assumptions, and I used to not verbalize them, and it would get me in trouble, right? It would lead to gaps in my sales process.
3: Yeah, I think there's a line there in between what I do and what you do that's probably the more correct line. Mm-hmm. of under-preparation and over-preparation, right?
2: It's oh, probably covered
1: spot. by an eye. The, that's yeah. probably the sweet spot you guys are looking for. Probably. Come on over. I could
2: I help mean, you out. I mean, probably. Okay, Jeez. so let's dig into that. So, so <laughs> Al, right, if you're <laughs> going to go call on someone. Do you even know
1: how to spell preparation?
2: <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But let me tell
0: you a story. It makes um, seem nervous just saying it. <laughs> it
1: of all Here's people like to sure. ask.
0: So
2: so, let's talk about it as an eye, right? Because, I mean, you love or eyes typically love to wing stuff, right? And just kind of show up and just kind of bet on themselves of, you know, I'm charismatic enough. I'm influential enough that you're going to love me and you're going to want to buy from me. So how much prep do you do before you're vetting a, you know, a surgeon or a frontline guy or, you know, in, in these different areas you work in? Probably more
1: than you would think.
2: Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not really betting on any.
3: Is that (laughs) because of your personality or because you you have bills to pay and you're a business
1: owner? Both. But I I like to have some information, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to make a judgment call on too much of that information. And I want to be open to, like Clint, being forced to ask questions because of what my client or my prospect is telling me. Now, do I want to qualify that's where the information gathering helps me qualify what are they currently using what are they, what who are they working with you know connecting all those dots so that i'm not and, and it opens the conversation of i know you work with or you've done business with so i can build some common you know some rapport through talking shop and industry stuff Mm-hmm. Then hone in, in you know the specifics of whatever that sales call is about, or what I'm trying to ascertain is this it have any value? Is it worth a conversation?
0: Okay.
3: Then are you probably along the same lines, right? Pretty much. Yeah. That's why I say it kind of falls in that between us, right? I figured yeah. you guys would be pretty similar on that,
1: right? And it's not it's not a precise science by any means, and sometimes it goes really really well, and sometimes not so well. The guys, and that's you know maybe the guy's mood is uh, this is more of an interruption. So I I, if I'm just following my script, I don't even pick up on that.
2: Yeah,
1: and and if you can get to the point where oh my god, I got to make this brief and figure out how to get back to a better sales conversation. Yeah, I mean, I'm
2: working that
1: while I'm in the room.
2: Yeah. So it it sounds like your preparation is much more about kind of reminding yourself to like stick and follow a process than it is like preparing for the client individually. Am I am I hearing you correctly? Uh,
1: both, but it's to get out of my own way. That's my preparation. Don't I have more? Don't do this versus do this. Oh, that's
2: oh yeah, great. <clears throat> that's
1: great. Yeah, I yeah. have a lot of that too.
3: I
0: just don't, like, oh.
1: whatever you do, don't step in yeah. this you know, stay yeah. away from this.
3: I just he, want
0: to be relatable. Keep it going. I do. I don't want it to be like, ah, oh, done.
3: Yeah. I mean, to Doc's point, I, I have that a lot where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the guy says, oh, I was in Montana and, you know, fishing for salmon the other day and I caught one this big. Like I have to, don't. Talk about the salmon that, that you, you caught, caught three years big,
1: ago, exactly. Right? Or don't like, don't just, put your story in that. Shut oh, up right now. I'm, I'm bad. I, I really yeah. have to say, let them live in their glory. Wow, wow, that's so amazing. Well, how'd you do that? And I'm like, yeah. now if it's trout, right? I can't catch the trout to save my ass, right? I like to trout fish, but I suck so, at it.
3: So there's the difference between an I and a D, right there, right? He yeah. uh, he would bring that up to say, man, how do you do it? Because I can't. Yeah. Whereas a D D would be like, I'm I'm not saying anything because. I fucking suck at that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm not going to tell but, you that.
2: But doesn't that make it harder to to, get, to gain rapport?
3: No, absolutely. I'm, the struggle is between how easy it is for an eye to oh, go for that sure. way, and it's being people de- oriented. Yeah, because yeah. we're because we're on that people side, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, I think that that's where I have the biggest struggle with. You know, sitting in that and hearing that fishing story, and I want to chime in, and then when I'm bad at whatever they do, it's good. I want to pull myself so far away instead of just saying. You know, I don't know shit about that. Let me hear. Let me hear about it. I don't have that compassion enough to to really dig in.
1: So, so is it? Think- it wait, what are you or, saying? Or is it compassion? I was. Yeah. I I I caution because I know you're a compassionate guy. Is it compassion <laughs> or is it just your personality Nobody's won't give to the fact yeah. that? Well, yeah, that's that that's, that's the inside of you, know. not so the outside. And is it that you just can't admit that you can't do something very well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I wake up knowing there are things I just suck at. Well, and there's also,
3: but there is a little bit of compassion that I want to hear the story. That's compatible. No, you, well, know, you do want to hear the well, story. No, I'm saying that I I don't want to hear it. Like, yeah, when there's talk- I don't either. Right? Yeah. I hate small talking prospects. Saying, like, right? So, and like, so it takes it's a little bit. Of, cro-
2: closed off. It's me, cold in here. Right? It went cat, from being like super like, hot just, to being cold. I, I'm not trying to like close myself off from. So, here. for example,
3: up. and I'm going to make myself sound really shitty here, but I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and do it.
2: But like when somebody
3: tells <laughs> me like, oh, you know, my mom's sick. My instant response is okay. And anyway, yeah, right. Like I just go right over that and. And I should,
1: you know, the I think but they're telling you that team. for a reason. Like, no, I right? agree. No, I agree. You're not even their best friend, and they're bringing this. in. Something's weighing head Is where yeah. I'm going with that. Wow. I think sorry that's to his hear age, about though. that. I'm sure that's going to make this day difficult for I sh- you.
2: I struggle or, with that too. Right?
0: It, yeah. I think it's y'all. I think you're young. You haven't experienced a lot of yeah, negative. I mean, problems.
2: Oh, I kind of, I kind of flinch at the young thing because I'm oh, going to be 40, right? I, mean, I think you not, go in there and you
3: say, or, or so, the or the loss, because I've probably dealt with it. As much or more yeah. than anybody. Okay, yeah. so
0: then why are you? Not I just don't have because com- I don't have well, the empathy. Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. Right? right. When when I'm right, I wonder when, why. When I'm meeting with a prospect, it's for a very specific reason. Let's see if we can work together. And until I started learning about this stuff about disk and everything else, my bonding and rapport was always was always way too short. Okay, cool. So so uh enough about that. What do you want to yeah. talk about today? Yikes. Okay. And if if they're an I and they need that rapport, and they need that little. It's like, and the walls are
1: up. You guys are missing the point. You reach out and you say, "So are we thinking burial or cremation for?" Uh, I mean, that's what. It, there's
3: a there's a line in between what I said and what you said. That's probably correct. <laughs> that's it's, why that's why it's so. This is so interesting to me.
2: One right? of the, one of the things that I'm working on is being more okay with like that kind of stuff, right? And part of that for me is like I don't like accepting compliments, right? Because for me, I'm always well, I could be better. Right, you know, and, you know, it was like, that's so selfish, to,
0: you know, and I do it too. No,
2: I, and but I, I get, I get that. It's kind of, you know, if someone gives you a compliment, you should just accept it and say, thank you. But it's, it's still a struggle for me. Right. And, and so I recently lost this weight and some people are like, Hey man, you're looking pretty good. You lost some weight. And my default is like, well, I'm not where I want to be yet. Yeah. When I, when I should just be like, thanks. So thank you. Right. Yeah. I appreciate it. Cool, I love But that I struggle with that, you yeah. know, no, it's obviously something I'm working on. Right. <clears throat> and then that also leads to like uncomfortable conversations around like, you know, I'm catching up with someone and they're struggling with something and like taking that second to like go find some empathy because I don't have it by default. Right. I've either done it and I can help you or I don't know anything about it. And I just want to shut up and move on to something that we can talk about. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, I'm aware of it, which I wasn't for like such a long time. And now that I'm aware of it, I can kind of, you know, you know this is going to sound terrible but fake it right because it, because once i can, can put myself into that mindset it's a little bit easier for me to like access that stuff but it's like we have a we have a we have a mission we have a task let's let's catch up let's talk about what's going on let's talk about some referrals and some introductions like like that's okay. how i view my coffees
0: so i i'm listening to this from clint and um, My name's John. John. My name's Nan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Nan. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean seriously. because well, sometimes
1: Nan I'm... just woke up. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> been but a stupor. That, hey. that
2: rosé hey. is hitting pretty hey. hard. Ma- mama's
1: meds <laughs> are wearing <laughs> off. Hey, but let me
2: tell you, Mama's
3: happy. Yeah. Hey, but let me tell you. Mama didn't forget my name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you know, truly. Wow. Okay, everybody focus, focus. The, the reason, and
1: that means a lot to you. <laughs> the reason,
0: over, okay, the reason for the hesitation was because my brain was like, do I say their name or that he's a D or a C? So my brain was like, okay, okay sure. what, whatever, whatever
3: helps you sleep tonight, us. <laughs> no,
0: that's the truth.
3: Hey, you don't have to explain anything to me. <laughs> I thought you hit it right on the head. <laughs> Right. So, anyway, are so we going
1: to say anything what, meaningful in this yes, conversation
3: today? I would like well, let's to get say, to it. Preparation's
0: the oh topic, by the way. Killer <laughs> <laughs> mean. Okay. So, all I wanted to say was why do you feel like you don't want to hear what that person is saying? Is it because Nan's
1: he, dying to get in their because, dish? right?
0: Because you don't want to share either. Or do you want to share, but and you just can't reciprocate? What it? What is it that causes? That's a good question. What's so
1: broken you,
3: you, <laughs> uh, you? Why
2: are you so dead? Exactly. Yeah. How, how can you? anyone no. stand to be around you?
0: No, wow. I'm just trying to understand if someone doesn't trust me. We are too. <laughs> I know. Well, so what causes that to happen?
3: We don't look have at it. him, not us. This, I, this gene of what you have of pulling that out of people because you really want to know. That's natural for you. We don't have that. Yeah,
2: right. We just don't have it. This is why we're here
3: on this podcast. That's
0: why I'm asking. You know, it's weird. So do you want to tell people about your life and expect them to be interested? Is all I'm I'm trying to understand. If you
2: ask, I tell. But uh, I like to I like to talk about it. This is a weird dynamic for me. And I don't know how much of this is like C oriented. I like bragging about myself and the things that I've done. But I don't want anybody else to brag on me.
3: Well, I would never get on social media tomorrow and be like, oh, my, my dog died. And then wait for the – you know, wait for it. Yeah. I, that's not me. It's like this is my business. This is my dog. I You know, it died. That's my problem. I'll mm-hmm. gut that shit, bury it deep, and move the fuck on. That's me So personally. then
0: you want other people to do the same, correct?
3: Well, I just think it's naturally inherent that I think that other people would do that. So when I get hit with that <clears> – <throat> you know, my dog died last week. I'm like, uh, Okay. Anyway, so we were talking about, <laughs> you know, because it just doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. Like it doesn't belong in this conversation that we're Exactly.
2: Having. Yeah. That, like, like that's the thing. We're, we're here for a purpose, right? And back in the day, I would just make an assumption that your purpose was the same as mine, right? I know better than yeah, to now, do that now, right? Now so I do framing and again, everything else, setting I expectations. I want to say
3: we are so far off preparation. We should probably get back to
2: that. Well, no, I, 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 I tried I, I to. You guys so. wanted Sorry, to keep man. going. No, I don't think I don't think we're that far off so. of it, honestly. I
0: think, think this is identifying how you're going to. You're preparing to go to the meeting what they're going to say, what you're going to reciprocate. i got
1: to be prepared for ridiculous. mom's illness and my oh, dog died. If that's well, what it
0: takes. If that's what it takes. You do agreed. need to.
1: So, but I don't prep for that. They give that to me. I even said that earlier. Well, I, I feed off of what they say, so then not I Not true, down.
0: because if you're a C <laughs> and, okay, you don't, and you don't expect it and you don't know what you potentially will go, okay, right, great, okay, moving on. Yeah. I mean, you could literally do that, right, Clint? Yeah. Yeah, that you can you, be very you, cold.
1: You could literally lose a cell because— Okay. So you just hit on a good point. You go in, I I firmly believe this. I go in really having to pay attention to the facts and figures of the deal, which are going to naturally just resonate with with John and maybe Clint here. But I got the emotional side of this thing wired, right? Yeah. Because oh, I can show yeah. empathy. I got buckets of empathy that I drag yeah. with me. That's right? a good
3: point because we all have to focus on different prep.
1: But I got to stop That's myself right. and go, did he – and now I'm good with numbers and I do remember them. Did he say 2,500 or was it 250? How often does this cycle run? All those business dynamics I really, really need to focus in on and ha- the, you know, how were they delivering those. But mom's illness and the dead dog and the kids and the vacations and the – Uh, sunsets man I'm just I'm I'm lost meaning no I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in that conversation I'm like
2: do I need to explain this no no, I'm I'm just saying
0: I think the C and the D need to prepare for that well, we right, That's And
2: right. that comes down to like knowing knowing who you're talking to. And there's this great tool for LinkedIn. It's called Crystal, right? And it's not perfect, but it's pretty good. And so there's a free free level of it. It's <laughs> perfect in your right? world.
0: <laughs> hey, it
2: well, you
1: do have all of
3: the <laughs> apps. Right. I mean, it's oh, bizarre. Yeah. Right? Which I, I like. like.
0: I love like
1: right? I love that
2: you bring that to our, so so our listeners' our attention. There's,
1: yeah. a, that, yeah. there,
2: there's a Chrome extension. If you're on Chrome, it's called Crystal. And what it does is you can look at someone's LinkedIn profile, and it's going to tell you who they they are on disk. Now, the bad thing about it is oh, that someone cool. like me, I put out a lot of content on LinkedIn, right? I post on there somewhat regularly. So because of that, I look like an eye, yeah. right? And and I think when I ran it on myself recently, it was, it was a little bit more true than what it was. But originally, it was just like super high eye. And I'm like, no, that's not correct. But here's the deal. I need to know before I walk in the room, more than anything else... Where this person sits on the spectrum of the table that we're here at, right? Are they like Al, and I need to like really kind of like ramp up the personality and like let them tell their stories and like let them kind of feel like they're they're you know leading the thing, right? Because that's that's a thing, right? When I when I'm my cold critical self and I'm trying to sit down with an I and they're like, man, why didn't this guy like me? Right? It's really hard to kind of move the conversation forward.
0: Well, Well, earlier we were talking about identifying people and and you can ask questions to identify clint you were speaking earlier about do you want to share what
3: oh what we were talking about is um a lot of times like a networking event or something or when i'm surrounded by a bunch of different people that i don't know i tend to ask offhanded questions just to see their responses so you know one of the things we were talking about is like uh you know simply put do you um, hey saw that soccer game the other day. What would you guys think of it? And you'll, I mean, you just see people light up or not light up. Oh, F soccer. No, football is a sport. Baseball. I like this. And you just start seeing these personalities really come out. But if you to ask like, well, what do you guys think of this building project going on downtown? You kind of get the typical front page news answer of this.
0: Cool.
3: You know, think so
2: I, I like, like the I like I like that idea a lot yeah, of like asking kind of like, like, that. kind of like really a good. like a left field question yeah. to see how they're really exactly no and, to
3: it. and so I, I mentioned one to and it was kind of funny how in depth our conversation got mm-hmm. pretty quickly really quickly That's but great. I always ask about um, what people think of the homeless right what do you think about like you
1: know, but you four, gave an example yeah. how you had met somebody sure. and he gave you his story and you yeah. were walking mm. and then it, it it invoked in me what I would have done in the same situation right. so he laid out a scenario about a guy that was homeless on a yeah. corner mm-hmm. and again I there's where your' compassion because you you really kind of were compassionate to absolutely
3: yeah absolutely so um but to see the different personalities and the different opinions pop out of it you'll never get that in a standard, business prepared, yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know, I so, like so sometimes, you know, bringing up off the wall, third parties, you know, situations yeah. and things that you've been in and just kind of, you know, throwing a topic out there.
2: I do that with, I do that without ever really thinking about it. Right. Cause like I get really jazzed up about my hobbies, right. Like martial arts and bicycling and stuff. And so then I'm like, Hey, what are you doing when you're not working? Right. And because it's kind of a left field answer, you're not going to do that, man, we're, we're super busy. Right. Yeah. And do yeah. this like, you know, presentation of yourself, right? You're going to be real and honest. And yeah. what, because I get so jazzed up about hobbies, right? Whenever someone else is jazzed up, they're going to, oh yeah. And like, this is how I track it. Okay, cool. Like not an eye.
3: Cool. It's, it's funny you say that because uh, <laughs> just the other day we had a, we had one of our, uh, we're trying to win this, land this job with a customer and the customer said, so, you know, guys, what's your lo- workload right now? Are you guys, uh, you know, you guys like everybody else and you guys slammed and that hurt, my feelings, because we're not slammed, right? We need the work. That's why we're here.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But you don't want to tell him that you're not slammed, like he just said. All your competitors, right? That happens yeah. to me. All but was the he time? baiting you? Uh, no, no. I think it was just a typical, like that's
1: that's like a, just the typical verbiage yeah. that goes with. Yeah, it.
3: It. it's a I don't know a standard letter of like mm-hmm. this is a conversation I have to say in this business setting. So he said that, and uh, I thought about it for a second, and I was like, man, you know, to be honest with you, not really. We're a little slow right now. It's uh, it's you know, it's it's getting tough out there. This you know what, we're dealing in, and, and and to be honest with you, that's why we're here, man. But he that threw him off so much, man. It was like, oh, shit, well,
1: let's let's get you some work. Mm-hmm. So, did it work? Oh, yeah, on uh, your side of the equation or uh, in the conversation. And I'm not
3: saying that sold it, but that got us going down the well, road. The honesty
1: uh, of hey, yeah, look, we well,
3: can use more. And if ultimately. I had to answer that, like, oh, we're so slammed, because what he was what I found out down the road is that what he was actually asking mm-hmm. is that. I need a lot of coverage for this job. Yeah. And I'm truly asking because if you're really slammed right now, what are you, you're going to give me your C squad to come do this yeah. job, and I can't have that. But your natural reaction for probably all th- all four of us is to say, ah, dude, we're slammed. We're slammed, yeah, we're so busy because you don't want to admit a little bit of failure.
0: Yeah, seriously, I have surgeons, ask, just last week I had a surgeon say that to me. So how many surgeons are you working? Are you just like, Killing it? Oh my gosh. You know, and I my brain, I had to really like go, okay. <laughs> because my thought was, is he asking because he needs oh, some validity? Yeah. Or is he asking because he doesn't want me to be too yeah. slammed that How I don't have time? Is, and well, so I really had to tweak my response. It's good yep. that you had that So what did you say? So I said I said, Well, I've got a decent amount. I'm not definitely not slammed. I mean, yeah. seriously. In I'm not at my full
3: capacity I'd like to be but that's I'm not a,
1: yeah I think yeah. that's that's a
3: good And answer.
0: he was like oh, okay yeah and, and but I think if you take either extreme you're screwing yourself because no, they agree. don't want and, you to yeah. be slime. And
1: so
3: exactly to the point of what we're talking about with preparation those are the kind of things that I think you should go in prepared to answer. Exactly. Like you should run that whether you write it down or role yeah. play with somebody or on your drive there, sit in the parking lot, you run that scenario through your head. Yeah. I think that's re- that's a really good, important question to and, answer.
2: And honestly, I think, uh, this is a whole other show subject, and we'll talk about this another time. But you know how you how do you handle those kinds of questions, right? The prospect drops a bomb at your feet, right? Yeah. In, the, in the form of why should I buy from you? Why are you so high? It's always gonna why, happen, well, you know, and like f- all that stuff. And like, how do you handle that? Why are
1: that? you so high? I got loaded in the car before I walked <laughs> through the
2: door. <laughs> how do you turn it around? And, and uh, we used to get calls all the time, like, hey, do you guys only work in WordPress? And we did. In the first handful of times, I'm like, yep. And they're like, yeah. thanks. Click. And, and a lot yeah. of formal yeah.
3: and a lot of formal training out there will tell you to say. Well, why do you ask?
2: Absolutely, it's like well, you know, answer the question right, and then then, you know, yeah, it is a little bit. I think it depends upon the personality, right? Because because I think I think I I can deflect an answer with Al a lot easier than I can deflect an answer with you, right? Because you're asking with some intent, right? Al's like Al's the simpleton, man. He's the the, the, the
1: village idiot.
2: That's why I always say, "There's a
1: water fountain." Oh,
2: great! Simply (laughs) simply answer the
3: question and then ask why, right? Yeah, but don't ever ask. The open-ended question because you're just going to ask question to question to question to question. Nobody's ever going to get anything out of this. So
1: you got to be careful about that. That formal book training of and give your prospect some credit for the fact that he may just think you're an idiot if you keep with the question, question. You're you're like, absolutely. I see this comment. You're not not my first salesman. Shut up. And and I answer the the question. I run into that a lot. With, with like nobody's ever seen this maneuver. I'm gonna put it on him. Yeah. Oh, stop your fucking well, wagon! I've right? had
3: guys say like, ah, "Yeah, you're running." I don't know how they said it, but like, you're running a game on me, basically. And I'm like, "No, I'm really trying to just dig to see yeah. this, right?" I yes, I am running a game on you because Thank I'm trying you for to get, admitting it. Yeah, I'm trying to get to this uh, to the solution, right? And I don't truly think that I can be a part of this solution without knowing these things. Yeah, that's. That's why I say you answer those questions, but
2: back and, to our topic of preparation. Like yeah. you gotta be ready to You gotta yeah. If you're saying it for the first time in front of a prospect, yeah. you're not you're not prepared. Yeah, even if you just run it through your head, right? Yeah. I mean, that's preparation. I'll drive around with my daughter and we're listening to like someone like Taylor Swift or something like that, because she's at that age where she wants to control the radio from the back. What's wrong with Taylor Swift. Nothing. I'm just not a huge fan. Left to my own devices, hey, I'm gonna I listen to some knew other that. music. Thank you. But, but go ahead. I'll turn down the music and I'll do I'll do like a verbal like role play with just myself of like a frame or like asking for a next step or like asking like some questions and stuff like this. And she and, and she your knows
1: Likes out. that better than Taylor Swift. No, she doesn't oh. like it,
2: but she understands that it's important to me, right? You know, she's like, "Hey, dad, are you practicing?" Yeah,
1: okay, cool. You know, can, can you, you do that somewhere else?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she, we're not quite there yet. She's only eight, not twelve. Yeah, she's yeah. only kid eight I know that,
3: she's only kid I know that would tell dad, "Hey, dad, headphones, please, <laughs> 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 earmuffs." I gotta listen to Taylor Swift.
2: So, yeah. So, so back to preparation, you know, I, I think it's much more when I'm preparing now, it's much more of trying to figure out where they are on disc than I am trying to uncover like company size or potential needs, because I want to, I want to talk about that stuff in the moment. So that way, my authenticity of like really being curious and Uh, really wanting to understand. And you know how
1: to frame your conversation if you know who your audience is, right? If it's an I, you're going to have to let it run a little bit. If it's a D, which most of it will be, if you're talking to decision makers, I just say that statistically speaking you. <laughs> then your or S, right it's and sometimes it's a C right because mm-hmm. you got to go see the CFO right. or you they gotta see the, the, the you know the process guy right materials
2: yeah. management Right. Oh, apps
1: oh yeah. yeah. Break it off in my rear end. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, I got ten of these on the shelf. Well, you're about to have eleven. <laughs> if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> How so, let me see that though. shelf. Let me see that shelf. Yeah. I think I can squeeze this in there. Yeah.
2: Is <laughs> ten too much? <laughs> <Who's->
1: <laughs> there you go. Who's number nine? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can throw this one away. Oh man. Yeah.
2: Oh man. That's so funny. Um so nanette has been pretty quiet right on this episode as she is on most episodes, but I'm I'm curious, right? Because you're, you're in this world and you have to go call all these offices and you've got multiple dynamics, right? Because you've got the surgeon who you're trying to ultimately get to. You've got a gatekeeper who's there at the front. You got the scheduler who's, you know, also part of that mix. And then what's, what's really interesting in that world is like, you can get that doctor to say yes. And you're not even halfway there. Right. does
1: not mean anything. Yeah, cuz you, you're on the schedule, the scheduler. You then have scheduler. To, yeah,
2: exactly, right? The doctor can say can tell you anything they want, right? So so it's almost like they're not even the real decision maker almost, right? Like the scheduler. And then you got to go to the hospital and you got to get the hospital to like be okay with it in your pricing and everything else like that. If you're not already in oh, there, sure. God. Oh yeah. Man, I'm Multiple so glad you're that, not. <laughs> I'm,
0: you're not I'm not. I'm
2: so glad I'm not in that world anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not so bad. It's just, you know, it
2: but that speaks
1: to it's the repetition of what your win looks like, and then uh, yeah. re, and it's never the same, or s- not often the same, and it's very seldom, in my opinion, a, a perfect pitch or perfect sales process. Mm-hmm. But you work out all the kinks because you know it's a different person, it's a different doctor, it's a different yeah. hospital. Uh, similar, but very, you know, but has its own nuances. So you kind of mm-hmm. keep that in the back of your mind.
2: Yeah. You can't take it as like a as like a personal failure every time you get a no or every time you run into a brick wall or Doesn't or work. right because like I, I've been wrong right I'll peg someone as like a as like a C or a D because like their their initial conversation with me is very short and then once I get them kind of like somewhat emotional about the topic we're talking about and like trying to uncover some pain and then I'm like oh damn you're not a C or a D I was way wrong and then I got to adjust in the moment and and Good that's important sure
3: yeah. I think that a lot of our preparation comes from after action reports of a
1: bad situation. Absolutely. (sighs) Using that as a learning and a teaching tool.
3: When you walk out of a doctor in your in your world of surgeons uh, conference room and you walk out and you didn't get it, that's that's prep time. In my, mi- in my mind. More, or, it's more effective to in my world to prep then and there for before it is right. pulling in the do. parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. We, I'm sure you guys do. Because
1: I'm always about the phone call afterwards. I'm like, call me after you've done that meeting. Or I like to pick up the phone and have a conversation mm-hmm. with anybody about what my sales call either yeah. was or wasn't.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, in your it's not like –
1: <laughs> Weird. Yeah, weird, <laughs>
3: huh? But but as a as a D, I I don't necessarily prepare going into a meeting as much as I prepare after a meeting so, for the next
2: one. Okay, so does that make we, sense? It does. Okay. So to me, me, it's
0: like it's not an onion. It's not peeling an onion. It's walking because it's done. When you take that lever, you're done. It is what, like walking upstairs because you can go back one and then you can go up again. It you literally can't feel defeated if you get a negative. You just go okay. Well, that didn't work. Let me. It. I think that's what we do a lot, and it works. It does.
3: I agree. Yeah. In order to take the next step forward, I think
1: that you have to look back on all
0: okay that stuff, <laughs> and well, you got to make it a habit.
1: It ha- your yes. your game your mm-hmm. game has habit to. Is
0: so important.
1: It's going to have a lot of variables in between each one of those steps, but all those steps count. Particularly, like you said, the wind down, the after, mm-hmm. you know, yep. decompression of I how hole- to go.
2: I have a whole business software idea that I want to build eventually for this like kind of exact topic, because one of the things that I do, right. And Clint just spoke to this is I break down what went bad. Right. But the other side of that, and the thing that you need to do is like six is celebrate what you did well. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if you don't stop and think like, man, you know, framing for me is really, really hard. Setting expectations is really hard, but I did it in the last five calls. Like celebrate that win because that
3: that goes back to your, uh, your, uh, your, your, Martial arts training, right, is like, okay, I didn't do that totally correct, but yesterday I did even worse, and today I'm a little bit better.
2: Yeah, find the improvement, right? Yeah, Celebrate narrative. the improvements
0: because find you're not going to be perfect. Yeah.
3: I don't tend to do that really I well. don't either. I, I dote on the the yeah. negative, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely, right? And because, I don't see
1: the, the little
3: wins but that But we're I looking
0: have. for the problems. So but, but sometimes
1: we've built enough muscle memory into what we do yeah. that it just naturally flows,
2: and it, so we're not even picking up on it. It's just it, – and that's a good feeling. Well, to, to me, that's why I journal, right? Because, man, mm-hmm. it, you know, variance is the thing, right? You can be 95% to win a deal and lose and lose and lose and lose. And the long run is longer than than anyone thinks it is, right? Mm-hmm. So if you lose seven 95% deals, right? Or 75% or whatever, whatever your percentage is at a certain time and you lose all that deals, it's super easy to spiral and be like, man, what the hell am I doing? Like, yeah. you know, let's just scrap it all and start over. but. It doesn't necessarily mean that you did anything yeah. bad. Right.
1: If right? that's
2: your sales process
1: and how many, you got to kiss this many frogs yeah. to get to the prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. It's mm-hmm. just, that's your industry. Yeah.
2: Get it done. Successful people. I heard someone say this once and I really like it. Successful people don't start to get not successful because the things that they were doing don't work. It's because you try to start out thinking that process and trying to like sure. over, over tweak and over.
0: Yeah. All all I mean, I'll <laughs> or shortcut.
3: I mean, I loved what doc said earlier about, it's more about the don'ts than the do's for me it's definitely that and yeah. and even you know I have a I have a super eye on my team and I mean high highest corner I've ever met and when he gets into those business conversations he turns into not him right it's a it's a it's a different pitch in his voice it's a monotone recorded I've already prepped this this is how business is done so I have to be on this level and it's like man if you'd have just been you, because you're an oh, so awesome you, human so being. So you
2: want him to be more, I more want him to, of the eye that's in those what I moments. Say, I want him
3: to do less, huh, right? That's crazy. Where he gets into that monotone like, okay, I have to ask these questions. And it, and it, and mm-hmm. and then it's so not natural for him when he gets a response. He doesn't know how to react to it. Yeah. Whereas in life, if I would said that question to him just off a, you know, off a job, he would just have an answer because he's an eye, right? And they, they're really good at that. So sometimes it's scaling it back a little bit
2: i think that the bigger differentiation between who you are around your friends and your family and who you are around like your your clients and your prospects the the more imposter syndrome you're gonna you're i was gonna, gonna say
3: i think i'm the same person
2: yeah I, and i, I think try I to i now. try to strive for that i think i am now right i ask a ton of questions right i'm i'm open to being vulnerable yeah. i'm open to being wrong yeah. better I than i used to lie. be
3: so mine's went the other way who I was in business is who I'm starting to become in my, in my family affairs of the asking the questions and being a little more oh, um, that's compassionate about really things. Yeah. So it was always the opposite before us, you know, I would, I would hammer my family into doing anything wrong. And like, we we're going to lay this out. And then I would, you know, that super high corner D and then I would go into business and I would yeah, kind of get in that remedy. monotone, you know, and I'd be like, well, okay, we're trying to win this deal and it means a lot. So I'm going to be this person. Yeah. And so now I've, I've switched a little bit, right? Bringing that. That's compassion really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Backwards. Because
2: I, I'm not, I'm not as curious in questioning when it comes to like my my family. I mean, I do better now, mm-hmm. right? As, especially with like you know my daughter or or my girlfriend. You know, like she's like stressed out about something. I'm like, do you want me to help you? or do you, just, or do you just want me to listen? What about your wife?
1: <laughs> no, 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 the way you dropped Dude, that. <laughs> well, he, he,
2: the way you said that, Jesus.
1: people are going. No, is the, the girlfriend right. just a known entity, or does he have a wife?
2: Melissa, I love you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't listen to hey,
1: Al. Melissa, <laughs> You are the, the best
2: woman for <laughs> this 16 guy. Over love years, you, Melissa. Sixteen years. Sixteen years. Yeah, Jesus. yeah you're, the, you're the best. I love you. Yeah, please, yeah, there's something to be said about that. Please don't edit this out when you're transcribing this, uh, this <laughs> She's whole episode. Like, Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I do better about that stuff now. But I think that that's. That's really interesting because when I've I kind of equated to like, you know, when you're a kid and you put on like your dad's like suit jacket and it doesn't fit, you know, and it's weird. And that's how I felt without really realizing it for like so many years. And I can remember I was just starting to learn this stuff and really starting to work on the sales stuff and the personality things and everything else is working with a coach. And uh, I'm with my buddy in a car, this guy, Matt, who I've talked about, who would make a great salesperson. I'm trying to talk him into it. And uh, I can't not be the traditional salesperson. Cause I'm just so excited. I'm like, man, you gotta do this. You gotta do this. It's this gonna be awesome. We're gonna make so much money, blah, 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 everything else. And he was like, well, why? And I decided that I'm going to employ this like sales technique of like spinning this question back around on him, but I didn't really own it. And it was weird. And I'm like, well, uh, that's a good question. Why do you ask? Yeah. And he was like, dude, is that what you're doing? Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that, is that is winning?
1: That, is this, yeah. Is this I selling? selling? I thought that's it was,
2: terrible. you know, but now like my goal is, if you hear me talking to my family, or talking to a friend, or talking to a prospect, you shouldn't really see a difference, yeah. right? Like, like that's my that's my goal now. And when I do that well, I feel I feel okay. You and will when be I more
0: successful. I yeah. totally believe.
1: You touched on something, and I, and I think it's really important because you see some of these celebrities and if you've been in areas, either service industry and you see them on TV and then you get to see them up per- personal in a hotel or a mm-hmm. restaurant or something like that. And they're not what they portray themselves to be. Oh, yeah. It is such a letdown. And if you're really doing business with people, like we sometimes have known our co- our clients for 10 years or more, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes even longer than that. And if you're not genuine, mm-hmm genuinely in the business mode and genuinely yourself, meaning all the time or as much of the time, that's going to slip out. Yeah. And that can be, that can hurt you in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. or your image or your, you know. Um, the
0: last call I had with a surgeon, I was telling Al, the surgeon said, it was just last week, and he said, you know, I brought him a new product and he was just like, you know, I don't know. And I he said, I'll tell you the truth. I wanna work with you. I've worked with you in the past. I love working with you. I wanna do this. And I, I think that what that speaks to what you're saying. It's really important to be you because they it, can read when you're just particularly going. Particularly if there. you're going
1: to be in an industry for a long time, yeah. in an influencer, in like the, the personal app. Well, yeah. or in that industry. You become yeah. a known individual, a player, if
2: you will, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> and it'll it'll backfire on you eventually. It, it can Well, because well we you call can't f- them
2: the biz. <laughs> <laughs> quotation mark. So, uh, It's funny that we're bringing this up because I just listened to this podcast where this guy was talking about being a special forces operator, you know, pretty high level. And he was talking about that he would be in, in like undercover situations And his response to not getting caught or being found out was just not having conversations. Because what happens is people trip up themselves in their own lives when you're around them and you ask them the same question over and over. Well, wait, I thought you said this happened there. And that's how people get their like cover Mm blown. And like I'm, I'm listening to this episode, and I was like, "Huh, that that's really interesting." Do I present this persona to people versus like who I actually am? Right, and I used to, mm-hmm. right, and I I don't really think I do that anymore.
3: Yeah, I said we all we all probably I say get caught, but we all probably depending on your emotion of when you're having the conversation at that very moment and what mentality you're in, you say something, and then you feel different the next day, and you you say something how much you've had to drink. I okay. mean, there's a lot of factors that go into yeah. that.
1: True. And there, in, in the longer you're in an industry, the more of your personality that's going to shine out. Like when yeah. you're stressed... You know, if it, or you're under the gun or sure. things don't go right or things go really well, you're going to show an emotional side to either success or failure. And sometimes people have only seen one dynamic, which is sure. the win, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, he's such a nice guy. So, but then they haven't seen you yell or get frustrated because the, you know, the fulfillment stage you weren't able to get it done
3: well and i asked you know when we were talking about the you know the homeless you know talking to a homeless guy at the at the stoplight right and i asked doc i said what if you're having a bad day do you feel so giving and caring he's like no nah, that guy's having a bad day if i'm having a bad day and he knocks on my window he's having a bad day if i'm having a good day he's having a good day but think about that to you the people you're trying to sell to if you're having a bad day
1: I, well, I, I think, think professionalism says, "Look, this isn't about me. This is about
3: that is huge." I don't gotta, in my
1: pull that shit out. And that's I not do easy for
3: yeah, about, but that's not easy for a lot of us to do. Yeah. But
0: you've got to. I'm I've, just saying, you have to go in there with positive. Well, you cannot. I, I think
3: that's really easy for you to say. Yeah, but that, absolutely. That's, that's not for me. Yeah, yeah. but if it I'm doesn't having matter. A shitty day, and I've been screwed on three deals, and I'm going into the fourth. You
1: mm-hmm. should probably cancel the fourth yeah. and just go Agreed. sleep and get it, up. To that's a that's a good idea. But
0: that's hard. But it doesn't matter. Because you're so hungry
1: because you failed the three. Yeah, absolutely. The worst thing for me, the worst thing for me is I sit down. I want to, you know, you guys know I love to eat. I'm kind of a foodie, and I sit down and I'm like, I'm good at this restaurant. (laughs) And the waitress or the waiter comes up, the server comes up, and they're like, how are you? Oh, and I go, so good, true. how are you? Oh, I'm just okay. I'm like, wait a second, can I get a different table? Yeah, right. Because why, I didn't come why, up why here. Where are you afraid. ruining my day? Yeah, exactly. You just brought my experience down <laughs> so a notch Clint, in a good place.
0: It's the same thing in business. You cannot go in there with, I've had a really bad day. I mean, I literally, in the last two weeks, have had something weighing on me. But not my offices do not know. Right, I'm not so going to do it. Let's dig into this
2: because I've been working on this theory, and I of course you have. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The, this is a work in progress. But right. what's the I data in fact, say, Point Dexter? Well, this is not a this is not a data thing, which is why I'm struggling with it so much. I think that part of the reason why people. When whenever you meet someone that you look up to, whether it's like a an influencer, a mentor, or someone you've been following, or or, or just even a famous person, right, we have put them on such on such a pedestal that they're perfect that we don't know how to deal with that person because they're unapproachable. Right, so I think that being vulnerable leads to being approachable, agreed, and leads to rapport, which leads mm. to trust, which leads to better conversations. So if you are walking around and and you're never like allowing yourself to struggle or see anybody struggle, right? And I see a lot of this stuff in like the online influencer marketing world of of it's okay to talk about struggle in the past, yeah. Right, man, I had the worst day ever, and then I closed some deals, and then every, I mean, I see this crap all the time, but no one wants to admit like like a moment of weakness whenever you're actually going through it, and I think that. It.
0: I'll tell you the difference. There's a huge difference with clients that I, I with my best client mm-hmm. that I've had for a long time that we've had rapport. They, they know they, they can know crap, but new people, new clients, people you're trying to win. You better be game on and not, I don't think that's the time to, to bring in the sad story or so, whatever
2: it is. I think I'm, I think I might've had epiphany about this. I think, I think that when you need the support from your prospect, then that's bad. Yeah, but I think that whenever that's you are you are okay just talking about this thing, and then you can move just on. With it, You're
0: just relating.
2: I, I think that that's the difference, right? Yeah. When you need this person to be like, "Oh man, that really sucks, man. I'm super <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's so bad. Right. Oh,
1: really, yeah. That's or, that's uh, a that, that's uh, a hand of weakness yeah, right there. Yeah, just stay away so. from it. Yeah. I will tell you, in um,
3: you know, going back to the the actors and actresses of the world, it's all actors now, right? And that happened, recently. Yeah, yeah. I think so. so. <laughs> all, all the actors of the world.
1: Man, we are in trouble. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that's so. Clint's gonna get me. Thanks,
1: uh, <laughs> red flags are flying off the shelf right now because of that statement. But, but you,
3: you know, a, a while back, I, th- I thought about this, and back and- when there were actresses. Yeah, back when they were actresses, and
2: stewardesses? Yep.
1: Stewardesses, I was going to say. Me and, me and my
2: wife this Conversation of like,
3: man, I, you know, I look at a uh, Val Kilmer in Tombstone as Doc Holliday, and that's like the guy I want to be, right? That's that badass dude. But then as a person, a picture of him now. But yeah, but uh, but the God. point of it is, is like Val Kilmer is a guy who went to probably an artsy school, who's very a creative mindset, yeah. who's so different from the character that he portrays, mm-hmm. and by kind of. By kind of pulling that out, it's it's led me into this uh, being able to have an equal business stature with just about anybody because it's like he's just a freaking guy that yeah. went to That's a college yeah. and he spent some time in this job and now he's a CEO of a company and in that mentality of just being able to kind of, put everybody on the same level of like, you're just a guy, right? Yeah, and and that's I what, think
2: that that's why everyone likes like blooper reel so much, right? Because yeah, you see these sure. people and they, the they are this persona. And then like, you see them break, right. Yeah. And like breaking videos are fantastic and stuff that's because true. it's like, Oh wait, you're not really that guy.
3: We, we get this weird notion that this guy at the top of the company that you're sitting in front of trying to sell to is this like straight laced, I'm perfect all the time. So guy, and, and I have to do that and I can't screw up. Mm, that's poor and,
1: and here's one of the things that if you get really successful, Meaning, like you're killing it, man. You're making good money. You're climbing the ladder. You have to remind yourself you're just a guy as well, right? Well, that's well, funny because
3: sure. so how much preparation do you do on yourself before you go into those meetings versus preparing for the guy that you're supposed to meet?
2: Well, I think that that's kind of the if to to Al's point. Like most of his preparation is like, don't do this, don't do this, yeah, don't yeah. don't do this, right? Which is like self self preparation yeah. versus like. I feel pretty confident who, that I'm going to stay. this guy is, exactly. what I got to do to this yeah. guy,
3: what I got to sell. You know, guy. A habit too. But on
1: the <laughs> flip side of that, when you go back home, no matter how successful you were on the day's endeavors, you still have to be a dad. You still have to be empathetic to household of situations. Course, right? And sometimes you can get on in your way and think, well, I was so good today out there. Why aren't you guys recognizing that? Why, why am I not just, cause sometimes you carry that in yeah. to the house. Like, Positivity well, I know negatively. best shit. and, this you know Uh and and your kids don't know that and your wife doesn't know that they're like damn it just give me the guy that like can fix the sink and wants to put the kids to bed and bathe them and
2: cook yeah you know when i when i think about the guy that i was whenever i was working for you right and i was working for you and then i was waiting tables at night and i had an i had a a baby right who was in daycare and that was super expensive and melissa was like going to college and we were trying to figure out like that whole plan i was under so much pressure like i can't I would probably want to punch that dude in the face. Like, uh, because I'm sure that there were moments where he was like an asshole and, you know, uncaring about anything other than his own stuff and everything else. And now like, it's hard because I work from home the majority of days. Like, like I'll go out and have coffees and stuff like that with like networking people. But most of my stuff is done from home. And that makes it even harder because it's not like I can like have the drive, you know, like Clint talks about his drives and how like that helps him kind of separate, you know, office Clint versus like dad Clint and stuff like that. I have to like cross like a threshold of a doorway and then not there. Or sometimes Alice will come into the room and, you know, she's like, she's like, Hey dad, are you, are you and Thankfully I've coached her to this point of like, Hey, now she comes in and says, Hey, are you busy? Yeah. And I say, yeah, I need, I need five more minutes and then I'll be with you. But she would come in and be like, let me tell you about Harriet Tubman. And I'm like, I can't do this right now. Right. Like I'm either on a call or I got to get this to like a client or something else like mm-hmm. this. And, uh, I think, I think that the closer you work to home, the harder that stuff is. Right. Yeah. But yeah, when I mean, not- I've
3: worked from home before, and I can tell you that, like, I've had my feet kicked up watching, you know, watching TV. Because I just can, right? Mm-hmm. And my wife has walked in and been like, "What are you doing? Why don't you take the trash out?" And I'm like,
1: "This is my work day." Yeah, you know? exactly. You just blow God, yeah, yeah. Like
3: yeah. you don't get to bother me from eight to three thirty, and it's like, regardless oh. of what I'm doing. Right. If I yeah. was in
1: my own office, I'd kick my
2: feet up. Absolutely. I'd be watching the TV that's yeah. in there. But right? the anger. Is here?
3: But the anger is from guilt of not actually For being at work. Right. God. Yes. So.
2: Absolutely. Right. Uh, Someone wow, said this once so the thing that you hate and the person <laughs> yes. that's not you is the thing that you are struggling with that you're not even aware of. Yeah
3: right. Well, that's why I, I think that you know going to that point is like the the preparation for all this. when you get angry about something it's probably because you're not you're not winning at it. Yeah. And you're probably not like really putting all your effort into it, right? That's when people get really self defensive about yep. themselves. Like, hey, uh, hey, just hand me all your stuff so I can enter it in the CRM. Oh, what do you need that shit for? You know, they <laughs> yeah. go off the handle because <laughs> I don't have because you, you don't have <laughs> any. you exactly. don't have any data. Well, I'm like, because if you had it
2: all, it's you just so say, true. oh, no problem, I'll yeah. send you an email.
0: Right? That's excellent. That's yeah.
2: very true. Yesterday was Friday, right? And so on Fridays, I've got I've got a I've got a pretty heavy day as far as like working with clients in the morning, and then I go to jujitsu at lunch, and then I got a, an afternoon full of clients. And so Someone canceled. And I said, okay, cool. So uh, Melissa comes home from picking up our daughter from school, and I'm just playing I'm playing video games. Yep. And she's like, oh, busy day, huh? Yep, and I'm like, "Exactly." you heard the four hours of calls earlier today, right? I mean, like, it's, it's, I'm so not working. So do you feel it like it you
1: right. got to justify it? Or you, I just laugh a little. I, it's, so can't you it's, just rest in the fact now. that you know better? It's, and you're like, sure. I, now— because I can. Right? right? Because because two more I, hours of this because of your little comment, thank you very much. Hey, well, how
3: how was the car that you drove in to pick up the girl? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that's well, the shit I would say.
2: Well, the, the thing is and is, the private is, school yeah, she goes you, to. You, you, right? you want a horse and buggy? I'll get you one. Once you hit a certain level of success, then then sure, right? But like, you know, you know when you're four four or five years ago? Oh, yeah, no, I'm just taking a quick break. You know, I've only been here for like five yeah. minutes. Well, you know? here's the
1: deal four or five years ago, you couldn't justify getting on the, you know, yeah. the downtown. Yeah, now so. you can. And so when you're challenged like that, my usually absolutely. response is because I can. Why are you taking a nap? Because yeah. I can. Because I mean, yeah. I'm tired. Well,
3: and that's huge, right? Because when you're uh, accountability and, um, and uh, you know, preparation, justification, and justification and ownership all and this and, stuff, when you're winning, you tend to throw that shit to the wayside. Absolutely. Because I don't need to do that shit. I'm I'm winning. Yeah. But then that win goes away really quickly, usually. Yeah. yeah. And and quickly can mean a lot of things. It could be in a day in your guys's business. It could be a year in mine. Right. You start mm-hmm. seeing that downtrend, and it's like shit. How did I get to the win? Oh, because I did all this work. Yeah. To get there, and I didn't maintain it. Right. So sometimes yeah. preparation is maintaining. Accountability is maintaining. Sure. You know, it's not always developing something new. It's just, just staying on that baseline
2: to that point. Right. Like whenever, whenever the prospect drops that big bomb question at your feet of like, why should I work with you? Or why do you, why do you charge more than these other guys? Or, or whatever that big question is that's supposed to like push you into like, I don't
3: need to do business with you.
2: Well, into a, a state, like, I try to think about the most successful person I know. Right. Because like when you see this, right, if you meet Michael Jordan someplace, you know, and you don't know who he is by some weird says underwear, way. right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what do you do? Uh, you know, just this and that or whatever. He's not going to sit there and validate his accolades and like why you should know who he is because he has enough confidence that the, that's not big he of a deal. Care
0: less if you know. yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. If you don't have that level of confidence, when that prospect drops that bomb at your feet, you're going into validation and selling mode. And if you haven't earned that step, then you shouldn't be there.
3: Yeah. And I would, I would, I would honestly tell you to just, Get the hell out of that situation.
2: Yeah, for sure. Figure I mean, out the things that you need to do so you, that way you don't feel that pressure. Yeah,
3: if that, if that's a fear, if that's something that you're going into the meeting that you fear and you're prepping for, you haven't done enough before the meeting to get to that point. Well,
1: or you haven't been in that situation and, uh, enough times. Maybe So you chill out. You're going to screw it up yeah. a handful of times, yeah. but you'll get better every time somebody throws that curveball at you. And here's what you'll get. You'll get the confidence to sit pat for a second and go, hmm. Interesting that you yeah. say that. I'm a little confused. You're able to sit back on your heels and say, "I, I really don't know." And that, I'll have to get back with you. Agreed. Any of those, and
3: that goes back to what what uh, I think we both agreed on of like over prepping,
1: right? Or if you it always just, feel like you got to answer it, yeah, yeah. Like just going that's a into a horrible it. game to play, right. particularly in my business.
3: At this point in, in my in, in my personal career, going into a meeting, I'm I'm so excited about going into a meeting that's just open ended. I I, I really enjoy it because it's like, I don't know what we're going to get out of this, but it's going to be fun.
2: And the thing is you have the conversational tools to like deal with any kind of like uncomfortability or like ambiguity and stuff like that. And I think that that's where you need to train to that point because you're not going to, you're not going to figure it out on the moment.
3: So prime example, next Wednesday, I have a meeting with a client that we bid a job like a couple months ago. Right. And Mm -hmm. it was radio silence. And just, I just wrote it off like done. No, we got to fill that void. Right. And they called back and they were like, hey, on Wednesday, we need to set up this scope review. And, you know, we really like your number. We really like what you guys said. And, and let's go through a little, you know, in recap. further depth conversation. And in my mind, I'm like, shit, there's so much pressure on this meeting now. I've Because they sent us like a bullet point list of things to talk about. Oh,
1: I would think otherwise <clears throat> in my no. book. I'm like it's a freebie because I, wouldn't, the, I didn't have it to begin with. But the thing know, is, fair. is like if
3: you told me like, hey, uh, hey, Clint, we want you to come over and talk about this job and just you know get a little more comfortable with you, I'm good with that statement. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense to me. But a guy like you, John. Wrote that email. I can, I mean, to well, a well, they went C, to the right?
1: CFO. And Absolutely, said, how do we like, get this done? What is this? Look we need like to know your search. financials,
3: we need to know this, and it's a whole bullet point. And I'm like, shit, there's so much to fucking prep for, and all this stuff. You've
1: got more than one audience because you and know it didn't come exactly, from that guy, he's exactly. called other people, it's, and they've been this made a is decision. not the
3: guy that I talked to I for the last three months, so yep. so now there's this pressure to hit this bullet point list perfectly mm-hmm. to win this job, whereas like before.
1: Yeah, because you know they've gotten other biz, they've yeah, been out sure. doing, and now it's the, catching up. Wow, that's what the three months was about, and now we're still in the game. Absolutely,
2: man. We were going to go short on this episode, and we have not done so. Let's, no. get, let's get into the throwdown.
3: Yeah, we tried to <laughs> tried to suck that one down, didn't we,
2: Clint? As a D for preparation.
3: Oh, you probably don't naturally have much um, use for it, or you think you don't. That that's probably the um, as a high corner D. That's you know, unaware that, that you have to do this stuff, you really do have to prepare to go to the extreme levels of like making it a spreadsheet and putting it on a list and, and digging shit out of your CRM. That's probably just not going to work for your personality. Um, so I cautious you from tri- even, even really digging into that because it's just, you're setting yourself up for failure. What you do have is you have a bunch of tools that say, I'm going to go win it. And if you look at the result and and the uh, the awards that go along with winning this job and what it takes to win it, you'll justify the preparation to what you need to do.
2: Damn. Okay. Al. TMI.
1: It, it's going to go back to um, what I said earlier. Yeah, write down the things you shouldn't be doing and stay away from them. Be cognizant of that. The rest of it flows pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And understand your strength is that upfront bonding, relationship oriented. And if it's a numbers game, have a good backstop and know that you're gonna to have to call them in to talk numbers and be ready for that. Have your game plan down okay. and just stay out of the weeds.
2: Nice. All right. Mm-hmm. Nanette for Sus.
0: Like for SS, I um I think I really have intention with the result as I leave. I don't wanna leave with nothing. I want something when I leave. And and I know I don't know if that makes sense to y'all, but I have an intention of I have plans on if this doesn't happen, I want this to happen. Okay. So I don't know if yeah.
2: that makes sense to y'all. It so, sounds like you're taking some time to like actually inspect what you expect and yes. figure out. If I, that's I don't want to walk away or with, or not. with yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, no, I think that's awesome. Um, for Team C, it's super easy to overprepare, right? You want to be the smartest person in the room. You want to have all the answers and that's a lot of pressure to take into a conversation. It typically doesn't help you. Um, remember when you're speaking to someone else and you're telling them something, you can't learn anything right? Questions are going to be the way you learn, the way you build rapport and everything else. You don't have to know everything about the person that you're talking with in their business because that's just impossible. And you're going to have better conversations whenever you can admit that you don't know something about their business. So, you know, much to like Al's point, right? Figure out what is necessary for you to not do. You don't need to have all the answers. You don't need to be the smartest guy in the room. And for me personally, the thing that I have learned really, really recently is that there are things that are not really work-related, but self-care things that allow me to feel better about being unprepared. Right. Um, you know, and part of that is jujitsu, right? Because like, I'm going to go get crushed in jujitsu. So it's kind of like this humbling moment. So I can, I can live in that mindset when I'm dealing with someone and I have to admit, oh, what do you mean by that? Which makes me really uncomfortable at a base level. So figure out those things and they, and there might not be necessarily part of your preparation, but just part of like your program weekly monthly or whatever that allows you to feel okay with not being correct and go enable that you know whether it's self-care whether it's you know training or whatever it is so yeah that's what i got for seas cool awesome fantastic um, this is a pretty great episode. It was not short like we thought it was going to be, but you know we get we, <laughs> we get fired like up. Got it off exactly. That. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you know someone else in sales who uh, should be listening to this, uh, we kind of think everybody should be, but you know we're a little bit biased. Uh, share it with them. Uh, we're on all social media platforms. Everything is at Sales Throwdown. If you don't know where you are, or if you've taken one of the free assessments, but you didn't really think it was deep enough, uh, contact us, assessments at And if you leave a review, we will read it out loud on the show. I'll give you a shout out. So enjoy the show, everybody. We'll see everybody soon. Thanks.